Which uh, part are you having trouble well, with? Well, I can't be his guardian. Uh, I mean, I can't. Well, naturally, I, I assumed Joe had discussed all this with you. No. He didn't. So I have to say, I'm somewhat taken aback. He can't live with me. I live in one room. <laughs> well, but Joe has provided for Patrick's upkeep. Food, clothes, etc. And the house and the boat are owned outright. I can't commute from Boston every day until he turns 18. I think the idea was that you would relocate. Re relocate to where? Well, if you yeah. look, it's, it, well, as you can see, you know, your brother worked everything out extremely carefully. Uh, but he can't have, yes, can't uh, have meant that. Welcome to The Bagel Boys Show. This is a movie podcast that's not meant to be taken seriously, seriously. We go through different miniseries covering five-year-old films, franchises, and finally, actors. And this is our five-year-old film series on the movies of 2016. I don't care about anything anymore, Luke. All right. <laughs> like, as far as the show goes, it got to the point where I was like, I felt stressed about it, and then I had all this work stuff, and I was like, let's just make everything, like, bi-weekly. I don't have to worry about anything anymore, and so you're going to get a very laid-back version of Wes I like today. It. This is... I he's, love it. He's a little bit drunk right now. That's Wes not just even chugged close to being drunk. He, just, he, he wants it to be He drunk. chugged three or four beers, and he's just showing up late to work. <laughs> he's giving up on the job. Speaking of the job, my coworker the other day, it was Friday, so I was happy, right? Like normal people. And he, <laughs> we get out of the van, and he's like, Wes, you're too happy. You need to stop. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> Which has been, like, a weird complaint. One of, the, like, the main managers there, he, like, cussed in front of me randomly, and he's like, I'm so sorry. I was like, we're both, like, what? grown men. Like, you don't have to apologize. He's like, I know. It's just, you're one of the nicest people I know. It just doesn't feel right. And I was like, where, where is this coming from? Like, this persona of, like, people getting annoyed about how too happy or, like, either nice I am or, or stuff. And I'm like, I feel like I just go to work and I'm just normal. You should have said, well, gosh darn, I don't give a heck if you <laughs> say a couple bad words around me. Back up. You big rascal. <laughs> big rascal. I'll, I'll call him big, big rascal. <laughs> Get him a headlock, give him a noogie. Oh. <laughs> we'd, really, you... we'd really start need to make money off of this if I did that. That's how I make friends with my coworkers. Just straight with, to the no, noogie? I actually work with a bunch of ladies, so that definitely would not work. Like when the very few men in my apartment department, so apartment. not apartment. Um, <laughs> interesting. <laughs> no. Tell me more, <laughs> Luke. Uh, yeah, we've kind of already talked about this, but I like starting off the show this way. What you've been watching? Um, pff, wow, what haven't I been watching? I've just been watching everything. Content just. Pouring it into my myself, it's crazy. You, <laughs> sorry I asked. Um, yeah, we talked about this a little bit, but I've been watching Umbrella Academy um, at a terrifyingly slow rate. It is a good show. I like it, but um, I'm just I'm slow. But it's a good show. It's super weird, and it 
um, similar to Lost, it raises questions that it has no intent on answering. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But it's on purpose. Like, Lost just strung you along for a long time. And then they were like, hey, remember all those questions? Doesn't matter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Forget the about it. The answer is Hurley. <laughs> The answer is everybody was actually in this big smoke bottle or something. Yeah. And then I still there was know. Jesus. And then there was <laughs> there the was devil. a church. There was a church. I don't remember Jesus end. being on the island. There, yeah, was it was there? um Was Jesus there? It was I'm pretty sure some, Jesus like, was there. it was some actor that should not have been doing that role. <laughs> and I don't remember who it was, but it, it seemed wrong even then when I was like 15. <laughs> I like the ending of Lost. I just got to be honest. What? I like the ending. My whole hang up with it is they all as, die. as weird as it is. Well, yeah, yeah there's cool. Sorry, I'm, guys. I'm, but I like it. <laughs> the fact that they take so long, they take like this shows what, six seasons? They take yeah. like yeah. four of those seasons, like, we have to get off this island. <laughs> and then the fourth or fifth season, they're like, we're off the island. We got to get back to the island. <laughs> yeah, and they don't really explain. Like how they got off. Right. They're just like, we're, 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 off. we're home. We did it. Good job. <laughs> so, yeah. um, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. It's pretty good. There's a, there's a fish. A um, fish. That kind of like in Megamind, how there's like a <laughs> oh, fish who really? like has a bodysuit. <laughs> oh, dude, we got There's a guy, but he show. plays almost no role. And you, oh. it's just no. a guy. You had me. <laughs> you're like, why? I had you. Lost you. I'll get you again later. Yeah. Don't worry. It's a good show. If you can weave in and out, <laughs> takes on Umbrella Academy throughout this episode. Um, <laughs> please. Because, like, the only thing I know about is there's a chimpanzee. And he has an there umbrella. is a chimpanzee. Um, it's Curious George is what I thought it was. Well, um, he's not curious anymore. I'll say that much. He's dead? Uh, he, oh. Well, <laughs> how many spoilers? Are you guys ever going to watch Umbrella Academy? No, I don't. That's fine. Uh, monkey's dead. Nice. He Suck is. it, George. Wait, you liked him, though. Is the fish guy was... dead? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm watching the show now. A 50-year-old man in a 14-year-old's body smashed him. Wait, what? That's 100% what happened. I love this show. <laughs> Sign me up. Every time we have you back on the show... More on Brandon Bell Academy more takes. Out of like, context. Out of context, yeah. like, what happened? We, Wes, what you been watching? Uh, Ace Ventura, one and two. Oh, awesome. I just watched those. <laughs> hold, hold your applause, because the first one's fun. I love the first one. The second one is just the same joke <laughs> that they tripled down on. And I'm caught in between, like... Being annoyed by it, but also respecting it. If they made the joke one time in the first movie, they make it 12 times in the second movie. The same phrases get uh, Jim words and everything. Yeah. It's supposed to be expected, right? Sure, but what other franchise? I guess I haven't seen any of his other sequels because there was what? Dumb and Dumber, and then they made a second Dumb and Dumber like 30 years later. later. Yeah. They, what other sequels have, has Jim Carrey been in? His catheter gets ripped out in that movie. That's all I remember from Dumb and Dumber 2. Well, there you go. Um, other sequels? Um, hmm. Great question. I don't know. I don't think there is. That's why no. I okay. kind of go to G. You got me. <laughs> you got but, me. You know, got I don't know. It's just, I like I like it. I like the first one. It, it's good. It's definitely, I could tell, like, it was during, like, his hot streak of movies. And I don't think it's 
bad at all. It just people were like, Ace Ventura, it's wonderful. I'm like, it's good. And that wasn't good enough for people who recommend it. You're so hard bad. on comedies, though. I, You're dude, famously hard on comedies. I am. And it's tough because I think it's a generational thing, too, where, like, I don't know. I didn't grow up with, like, a lot of sitcoms, but the ones I did were, like, it was a fast track of friends and then into the office and then stuff like Vine was popular, YouTube was popular as I was growing up, just stuff like that, little snippets of things. So I had known like, about the funny lines and jokes from those movies, and in a bottle, they're pretty funny still. But I think a lot of it had to do, too, with me watching it back-to-back. So it was, like, a solid four hours of Ace Ventura, you know? That's a whole lot of butts talking. That's a whole lot (laughs) of butts talking. (laughs) I do like the laugh that he does. The (laughs) Yeah. Laugh, yeah. That's good. That's great. What about you? What have you been watching? Uh, I watched the original Superman for the first time. Wow. Freaking loved it. And I'm not even a Superman fan. It's a lot of fun. Mm. It's great. I also watched a documentary on LCD Sound System. Do you know them, Luke? I know about them. Okay. I know that they exist. You should check them out because you're a music guy. I am a music guy. so um, um, I like them a lot. I'm just, I've found that I'm not nearly as into old music as I thought I was. Well, there's not that many bands out there right now so get on it <laughs> there's really just not much music being made right there's now no, like no. if you go to spotify it's like really not everybody's anything. forgotten to make music in the past two decades <laughs> just so. didn't get around to it no did, okay <laughs> i was definitely this way but did quarantine slow down your music like listening at all no. Okay, no. The opposite. opposite. Definitely, yeah. Okay. The opposite. I was, like, home more. And usually I'm a listening out of the house type okay. of guy. Gotcha. I'm much less of a music man than both of you guys. So I'm the odd man out here where I've been listening to, like, the same shit since I was, like, 12 and 13. Which is just a wild mix of stuff. And then if I like something new, I'll, I kind of slide it into my back pocket. And I'm like, save you for the next save decade of my life. Next time. <laughs> I like that. Luke, you've got a music podcast that didn't exist last time you were on the show. Correct. So, so well, the crazy thing is I don't even really like music that much. I'm just <laughs> desperate for you guys to notice me. <laughs> this is all to get friends. <laughs> Luke, you have friends. People like you. You don't need to do this. I'm just screaming for someone to notice me. Um, yeah, me and me and Matthew blatantly. Um, well, we had talked about you know copying you guys and and just talking about music on a podcast, and then we were at Meyer, and we saw Shay. And we were like, let's tell Shay about our idea. And she was like, I love the idea. You should call yourself the Donut Dudes. So we were like, that's a good idea. We love it. And no more thought went into our name ever again. <laughs> Thank God you're not the Muffin Man. <laughs> that's the first thing I thought of was like, Donut Dudes is so respectable. It is. Uh, Pancake it's, it's, Pals. I don't know oh my gosh, we're changing it. No, please don't. Please How did you don't. get there so fast? How many more can you do right now? Uh, the French I'm Toast out. Fellas. Ooh, Ooh I like that one. Got do you like French toast fellas? French toast fellas. Want to do like a theology podcast or something? <laughs> Your face is on the cover of the Goodfellas poster. <laughs> uh, well, Luke, since it. you're the guest, uh, could you please introduce the show and get us started? No um, pressure. Just if you don't know our 
uh, intro, that's fine. Just make one up. Just get so, us started. So, listen, yesterday I was at work and I was driving a forklift, and you're not supposed to have anything in your ears or any electronics, but I blatantly disobeyed them and listened to five and a half hours of The Bagel Boy. Yes! Luke! <laughs> um, because I pre- previously I had a job where I was driving around, and I was listening to podcasts all the time. And then I don't have that job anymore, so I had not had time to listen to podcasts. So I got way behind, and I was like, I'm going to get caught up. So awesome. I didn't get caught up, but I listened to a lot of this this series. So did you I uh, cover up the earbuds with your hair, or did you just say screw it? I don't care. I and said you just put earbuds in. Forgot you guys can't see, but I just you know, did, aimed my ears kind out, of, uh, <laughs> amplified his earlobes by no, pressing them forward. With I work his hands. in the cold, so I have fifty layers on my head. So awesome. It's well, easy to actually sucks a lot. It, it's but. terrible, but pretty words it's like ice road trucks. <laughs> I don't want to say. I don't want to oh, give that away. I on, will say man. that there was a couple times where I laughed out loud, <laughs> and so to anyone looking at me, I was just like driving and, and mad. And then all of a sudden, I was like, ha! <laughs> so good job. Hey, um, yeah, welcome to the the Bagel Boys show, a show about television and movies. I'm. This Wes. is it. Yeah, this is your. I'm Luke. <laughs> Daniel, I guess. Well, that's exciting. Not caring is great. Not, this is a train wreck already. I'm already like knee deep in my own sweat at this point, trying to get us through every category. That's why you should not have put me in charge. That because uh, no. I'm up on on the donut dudes, I don't edit anything out. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Legitimately. If if there's a swear word or two, I bleep it out, and that's all I do. There you go. I would recommend replacing the swear word with the word donut. <laughs> it's just a clip of you in the background. It's like, I can't donut believe it <laughs> that they would cast this guy in this role. <laughs> it's me saying it like in my deepest voice. <laughs> donut. <laughs> Just like the John Blaney bit. Aw, she's ugly. <laughs> Replace it with, aw, she's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> all right. That's all this to say. I'm not in charge of this. Okay. You... We'll pass the baton to Daniel then. Thank God. Oh, I'm introducing? <laughs> You're in charge now. Hey, welcome to the Bagel Voice Show. Uh, my name is Daniel, as I've said before. And today we're talking about a movie in our 2016 series called Manchester by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. I'm so glad you said that because I was pretty worried that for some reason I had the movie wrong. <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> I was worried that I'd watched the wrong movie. <laughs> what would the other movie be? <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great though? Today we're talking about Flubber. <laughs> it doesn't like it's not even close. I have seen Flubber though, so I would have been okay. I would have been like, you guys remember when there was stuff bouncing around? <laughs> <laughs> We've all got like great flubber takes. Lining up for Robin snakes. Williams, am I right, you guys? <laughs> oh my god! All right, I feel well now that. Jeez, oh, what a what an episode that would be. We're I feel weird uh, not introducing the show, but I'm going to pass this question on to Luke now. Uh, so this last time you were on the show, we talked about me, Earl, and the Dying Girl, which was like. Out of all the movies we talked in that miniseries was easily, like, the saddest, most depressing thing. Yeah. And now that, like, <laughs> I just, like, it was weird. The credits started to roll when I was rewatching this, and I was like, 
Luke's gonna be on Luke's going two for two. I, uh, what's the third like movie in the depressing trilogy, Luke? Well, so Luke, you have for us. <laughs> realistically, you know, I'll probably be on for like the twenty seventeen series. Sure, or yeah. maybe like it let's yeah. So yeah. twenty seventeen what 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 came out? I don't remember. You guys know. Uh, you're gonna pull something out of your ass though. <laughs> <laughs> like I said twenty sixteen, you said a few things and then you were like but Manchester by the Sea is one I want to talk about. And it was on my list because it got so much Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those where I was like, should we cover this? It'll probably just be Daniel or I because no one's going to want to come on the show and talk about it. And you brought it up by name. So I was like, all right, I'm going to on Luke now. Well, whatever it is that I, I you know, talk about the next time I'm on the show. Hopefully there is a next time. Um, hopefully today doesn't go so bad. Like, <laughs> we'll did the movie depress goes. you that much? <laughs> You're on thin ice, but uh, no, but I'm sure it'll be like just something so stupid and, and no weight to it whatsoever. Just... <laughs> uh, so I'll go two for three. I did notice that though, like right away I was like, I... the last movie I talked about was about sadness and sad. death too. So <laughs> It's like we try to lock him in for a comedy. It's like, I'm talking Schindler's List. <laughs> Luke, please. Please can we lighten it up? <laughs> it's too sad. Um, so what was, why were you so pumped about talking about Manchester by the Sea? Well, okay. You love this movie or you hate it? I don't want to show my hand too quickly. Because I, the last time I was on, I talked about a movie that I just already, I love it. It's my top five movies. Love Mm -hmm. it. Um, and you know, spoiler is that this movie is not in my top five. Okay. Okay. So can you, can you give your takes? Uh, in similar fashion to Lost or Umbrella Academy gives I will try <laughs> plot points. Yeah, for, I'll do what us. I can. I'll do what I can. Um, <laughs> so listen, the reason that I, like, this movie, I meant to watch it for so long because there was this girl that I went to college with who just talked about it so much. And this was about 2017, so it had just come out and she talked about it a lot. And I was like, all right, well, I better watch it at some point. And then we had a big fight or something and um, is weird, and so I didn't like physically. You beat physically. A woman. No, well, I <laughs> she it was I did not come out on the winning side of that oh. fight. Let's just say that. No, um, that's a story for no time. Let's save it for the. Um, it really is. This girl must so, have been fun at parties. All she's doing is talking about Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> she let's just say it made sense. Um, <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> I was like, man, I gotta watch this movie, and I never did. And then I only watched it like after I won the physical copy from this show. Yeah, that's how I got the movie. Really? <laughs> because I was listening yeah, to you... what was the episode? The nature of the episode was oh, was this um, the Fandango rental thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This, yeah. Was yeah. The, this was like the big movie trivia thing, though. That I did. yeah, yeah. It um, was a lunch special extravaganza yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the question was. Um, I forget what your favorite movie was or which oh, it was probably Color West's shirt or something I think it was, was one of those questions. Oh, I, I, I think I guessed on all of them, but yeah. I knew your favorite movie of twenty nineteen was Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. So they still nailed got it. it. I haven't yeah. seen it, but uh Hey You remembered. You got the movie. You got it right. Yeah. Yeah, and so I watched it um on my own and then I showed it to Matthew and then I watched it again last night. So I'm, Dang So three dude. times. We've oh seen my it three gosh. times. Has Hope seen it? She's not, and I would never show it to her because I just there's no chance she would enjoy it. She'd hate it. She would absolutely hate it. Okay. Luke's done some like heavy lifting here as far as like Manchester rewatches. <laughs> I think you've probably seen it more than any person because this is like 
this is one of those movies that like came out and like you could just tell from the trailer and from like how it was just poised during Oscar season that it's like okay this is gonna be long. There's gonna be a lot of talking, a yeah. lot of scenes of a lot like, of feelings. Just, Alleys and boats <laughs> and bars. There was, there was a lot of boats. In yeah, <laughs> just like so Massachusetts and cold weather yep. Yep. with no snow. <laughs> yeah, it matched the movie. Oh, that's that's all I say. The uh, this was directed by Kenneth Lonergan and it got six Oscar nominations and won two for best original screenplay and then Casey Affleck won for best actor. And so there were several other we'll get into as far as, like, the nominations go. But, like I said, this was something that, like, kind of like Luke's classmate here, it was just something keeping my ear to the floor during Oscar season was talked about a crazy amount because it was, like, the movie. There was Fences also came out this year. But for some reason, I don't know why people were just drawn to the either the Boston-esque location or... Maybe Casey Affleck coming back into the limelight or Michelle Williams or whatever it was. People were just like, no, but this one, this is what we have the best of the best to offer. It obviously didn't end up winning. And you had things like Moonlight. There was also La La Land and several others we talked about this year. Whenever this episode comes out, like I said, I don't care. <laughs> the schedule is all mixed up at this point. <laughs> but out in three years. You know what? We're taking our time. We're doing it's what we fun. want. You guys have to do what you have to do. I understand. But you guys, what hasn't changed are these stinking tomatoes. And so Luke and Daniel are going to go head-to-head and guessing the tomato meter. And so this was a fresh movie in both audience and critics. And so the tomato meter consensus was this from the critics. Manchester by the Sea delivers affecting drama populated by full-bodied characters, marking another strong step forward for writer-director Kenneth Lonergan. What All a, these actors and actresses do have full bodies. They there is no like nobody's missing anything. <laughs> nobody's missing a limb that I could see. Actually, Some good CGI in this movie. I think they actually just propped up Lucas Hedges on a fake lower half and just kind of stilted his way through the whole movie. I he think didn't so. have any legs. That was on the the IMDb trivia page. That must be true. Where <laughs> they tarkened him. <laughs> he was digitally altered into the movie. The youngest guy in the whole movie. He couldn't make it to filming. <laughs> couldn't get there. But um, yeah. Okay. The, the, I'm just gonna jump in front of you, Luke. So back off, because right. I'm gonna win this. Great. I okay? understand. The critics. There's no chance I'm gonna get this right. Anyway, so <laughs> me neither. Uh, fresh is above a sixty percent. Yeah. So uh, the critics give us a ninety-six. Luke, I'm sorry, but he got it right on the money. Oh. Luke, huff my farts. Okay, well, we'll give Luke the first chance. The audience, jeez, <laughs> there's a lot to I didn't even here. get to try. Well, <laughs> yeah, shut you, up. You I was going to say, like, six anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? They hated this movie. No, it's, I just thought no, no. <laughs> doesn't matter. No, um, so wait, I'm guessing, guessing audience? Audience now, it is lower than a 96. Yeah, I think it's uh, 78. He got it! Really? Holy shit! Both of you guys. So, what do I win? I don't um, know. I don't think we've ever had. Movie? Has that ever happened on the show? No. We're I, I did not. Guys. I specifically did not look it up at all. I just, I, Luke, I believe you don't I, even I, need I, to say that. I didn't no. either. I did. I promise. Yeah. I, well, no. So, you got it. <laughs> this is amazing. We're, yeah, wow. wow. This Send is us. gold. 
This is a golden episode. This is going good. This is not wow. how I thought this episode was going to go. I'm so happy to be talking about such a sad movie. And having a good time doing it. I'm having a good time. <laughs> Usually things are flipped where it's like a, a mid, you know, upper tier for critics on a fresh movie and then like a really high audience. And so this one would be the one that general audiences, I could, That you know, makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense why they didn't like it as much. Uh, I looked just for fun. I clicked on like the most the most recent, like five years later, uh, reviews from audience. Interesting. <laughs> it was so great. Oh, no. Like the second one is one star, and it says it's from Chris C. Whoever that is, some random user in Rotten Tomatoes. It says literally the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> what? And then no. right above that is a five star <laughs> that says masterpiece <laughs> brilliant brilliantly written and directed with oscar worthy performances and a great cast that has full bodies daniel did you write this that was me just he now just wrote it like he just put his phone back in his pocket yeah. <laughs> um that's a little harsh how could this be the worst movie you've ever seen i've seen worse movies. Yes. how could this be it's not Wes, how many times have you seen this movie two two once five years ago when it first came out and then just the other day wow yeah, I'm in the exact same boat, except I saw it a uh, month after the Oscars. Okay. Because I was like, oh, Casey Affleck, well, I got to check this movie out. Which, by the way, I need a DNA sample or something, because they he looks nothing like Ben. I agree. They're not related, <laughs> right? There's well, who's no handsomer way. in your book? Ben. Say? It depends. Say Ben. <laughs> Ben's de- the right answer. It depends, because he's not looking... Well, Wait, the poor hold on. guy. Am I the only one here? The poor guy's funny? gone through the ringer lately. So okay. early Ben, like young Ben, yes. Right now, I would say Casey. I would also say Casey. What the Casey? Like what? I, you've seen him with like the big long beard. I don't like yeah. that. But like in this movie, like even though he's just totally miserable the whole time, he looks good. He's a good looking man. He is. He killed his whole family, but he's good looking. Terrible, horrible. <laughs> One of the worst things that's ever happened just now. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm just saying what happened in this I, okay. movie. <laughs> like, like, just, yeah. We never what? talk about the plot subtly ever on this show. Well, why should we, we? I mean, there's one, like, this movie is about one thing. Yes. And, yes. He, that's and that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. He kills if his family. If you know that thing now, if you haven't seen the movie, and you know that before going in, I think it almost ruins the movie it to- well okay that's a very good point because i did know that okay that was what happened when did i first it watched it, for it. You? well i didn't really realize that i wasn't supposed to know i kind of like the first time watching and i thought it was just like back of the like dvd case like this guy killed his family <laughs> see what happens next <laughs> and so i watched it i was like man this is gonna be tough and i liked like the the second and third time i watched it i was like i wasn't really supposed to know was i like you're supposed to find out like in that yeah. scene, right. what happens. So that's interesting. On this no, show, I'm, I'm very pro-spoiler because I'm not going to BS around and, you know, beat around bushes. I'm here I to talk about the movie. I'm not saying we don't no, have I, to have spoilers. I'm just no, saying I know. There's only one spoiler in this movie, though. It's that. <laughs> and it's, it's already over. <laughs> yeah, I guess. His brother dies. Over. <laughs> See that is the back, see that is the back of the the back of the DVD case like description like his family dies his brother dies and he oh has to gosh. deal with it he has to deal this with is it. a Massachusetts Bostonish movie and there's no Dunkin Donuts ish it's full. It there's full no on. about it Boston ish because it's not technically in Boston Boston I should say Harvard that's good. I like Star Trek. Yeah, I like Star Trek. I like that that scene. (laughs) I like the way they say 
Guardian? Guardian. Guardian. Father. Yeah. I love Boston accents. From this is one of the ones I'd never heard anyone complaining about accents. Like I think for those of the people who are experts in that field, it seemed like it pleased all of them too. Because I don't think anyone had a bad accent or an inaccurate accent throughout this whole thing, which I think it's really hard to pull off. Like the whole cast. Like what's yeah. the, we were just talking about uh, Hacksaw Ridge, which has some yeah. accurate accents, which I feel like make the ones that aren't fully accurate stand out even more. So when you have everyone kind of firing on the, the all cylinders here, it works. It works a lot yep. better. Imagine that. Something that works is good. <laughs> kind of like in the... Uh... I got to the end of my point. I was like, what the hell am I saying? <laughs> it's like in the Umbrella Academy when the monkey has the British accent. And you're like, why? Does he? He's not even from overseas. He's from America. Does he really? <laughs> I love this show! <laughs> Oh my god. It's perfect. I have seen this movie, like I said, once in 2017. Uh, did not care for it the first yeah. time I saw it. And I was nervous to rewatch it uh, this week because I was like, I don't remember liking this movie that much. But I was like, I like Luke. It'd be fun talking about a movie with Luke. And, you know, he was passionate about it. So I'm like, he's got some takes. So I was like, well, maybe I should give it a chance. But I was a little nervous, Nelly. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. It was a stressy best. What'd you think? Second time around. Yeah. I'd like to I, um, I'm not going to show my hand just yet because oh, Wes gets okay. mad at me. <laughs> just just going to show their hand first. <laughs> Wes gets mad at me when I do this. I do not dislike this movie anymore. Oh, I will say that. All right. I do not dislike this movie anymore. Look at that. Luke, when did, like, you saw it back then, you know, because, or, well, you saw it whenever. When, how, I, how I only recently it? first saw this movie. It was, I think, um, like when you got middle the middle of last year. Okay. Or something like that. So I watched it then. Um, and like clearly, so you was had a lot like of... a full half year then of Manchester. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, How should are you I doing? Should... <laughs> you sad? <laughs> Three wow. times within half a year. Just basically. Uh, mm, a lot of crying. No. Um, I don't know if this is too early for this take, but oh, like, yeah, go ahead. I don't know if this movie is like. You know how you like watch a sad movie, like expecting like to see that scene where mm-hmm. like you are forced to cry. Yep. And I don't think this movie has a scene like nope. that. Where like, cause like, you know, I like I like a, a sad movie every now and then. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> sure. Um, and you know, I don't fight back anymore when the when they pull those tears out of my eye sockets. They I let them what's flow. The, what's, what's the last movie you cried in that you can remember? <sighs> And I don't mean like, oh, your eyes got water. I mean like cried. Okay, well, you don't need to be like weeping loudly, but like there were tears down. <laughs> weeping your face. and moaning. You couldn't hide I the think, tears. I think uh, it was soul. Yeah. Oh, same. okay. But in twenty twenty five, when you guys talk about that movie, I'd like to be there for that oh, because man. we yeah. will be talking. I loved that movie. I love that movie too. I like. It was. It's. It's too early to say, but definitely a top three Pixar movie for me. I love it. I Welcome loved it. Uh, to the Vega Boy Show. This is our episode on Flubber and Soul, and sometimes Manchester by the Sea. All also, right, well, let's get back Umbrella to Academy <laughs> and Lost. And Lost. We're talking everything today. It's a, it's a long show. Is incredible. I love it's a great Soul. movie. So we'll talk about it in five years. Um, okay. So this this movie didn't have that moment for me. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the moment where I was like I was forced to shed tears. Um, Did you cry? That's a no. I, I didn't like. the first time, and I was totally alone the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time, I was with Matthew. I 
I guess I would say it started to a little bit. And we'll talk mm-hmm. about, the, I think, yeah. the scene where, like, that's most possible. <clears throat> and then when I watched it last night, I was pretty tired, so yeah. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. So You're just like, ah, I can't. I think, like, if I, like, really focused on it and tried, then I could totally do it. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> I take, no, like, I... half a second of just, like, brain power, and I'm a mess. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm think a... I almost got teared up when I watched Yeah, that's a good way night. to put it. Um. It's on the back of the DVD case. Almost makes you tear up. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's supposed to. Like, I think that's the whole goal. Which is so nice. Yeah. It's so refreshing that this movie is not forcing you to feel a certain way. Right. It's like, are you sad yet? (laughs) No, it's just a very sad story. Yeah. But it's not, it's not trying too hard, though. I agree. I'm over here in my corner, like, I've got, like, these, not, like, necessarily negative takes, but we'll get into, like why I think, like, you're not wrong. Like, everything I agree with except, like, one thing you guys are saying, and we'll get to it. We'll oh, discover what that is. We gotta mm-hmm. leave you hanging by the edge of your seat and then never bring it back up like lost. Uh, <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, this movie, this one thing about this, though, that was really interesting to me was this was an Amazon Prime movie that, and this was, like, the first time that streaming services started to get their skin in the game as far as like big Oscar contenders go. And so now with things like Marriage Story and Roma and other things like Netflix has kind of jumped on that bandwagon as well. I'm sure there'll be several more uh in the coming years because it's such such a popular thing to do because the movie was made for like 9 million dollars and made back like 79 million dollars worldwide. So, yeah, it's yeah. a cheap movie to make. If it's and it's really well written, I will say that. And one of the biggest things I can like praise this movie on is that, especially in things of similar genre and like dramatic performances as like the the center focus of the film, is that this could not be a stage play. It just couldn't. I was thinking about that a lot. Is like there's certain movies like this that could be like, like Fences is a good example because I think it was a play before it got made into the movie, and there's movies that kind of go reverse in that order, and they can be interchangeable and such. This movie, you can't. There's too many locations. The score is too, like, interwoven with the story. The flashbacks are too powerful and meaningful in in certain points in the movie. I feel like this movie would just be a disaster or at least way less effective if it was taken from the screen and put on the stage. I don't know what you guys think about that, but to me, that was, like, the biggest compliment I could think of for the movie disagree you disagree you think I it think could it be a play easily been a play really yeah. Hmm. Yeah. i don't know something because about seeing like the boat in the water i'm like i couldn't see that boat in any water i know it wasn't <laughs> in the water so what's the, like i don't know there's just certain things and how they quickly are switching uh timelines in a certain scene of the movie that lasts seven minutes or so and we'll get into that. Stage plays are so creative in how they do that, though. Sure. I'm not saying that yeah. they're bad. No, no, I know that. But I like feel that. like you could work your way around that pretty easily. Especially with the score, like you said. Why couldn't they have the score? Well, no. I yeah. just it, it just the way, the timing and pacing of it all. Like, it would get broken up in more acts, I feel like, or set changes instead of just, like, instantly you're in another location or you're looking at a person from a different perspective, or bam, you're in a police station, and something really depressing is about to happen. You know, and like all in sequence, all with the same score going on, with the same characters in different outfits. That's all I meant. Well, it's like, I think this why is I disagree cool. is I could see every movie being made into a stage. Play. Like, <laughs> Avengers Infinity War would have been better on Broadway with singing. 
With singing? Yes. Who's with singing? singing? Everyone. <laughs> I'd see a stage play with Robert Downey Jr. in a heartbeat. I don't even know if he can sing. I'm just kind of betting that he can. <laughs> oh, he's actually putting out an album. Have you heard that? Robert Downey Is Jr.? Is this fake? No, this is 100% oh, real. He's, really? put, he's put out a jazz album. It's not what? very good. I don't Does like he his sing? voice. Yeah, he sings and plays piano. What? I'm not even kidding. And so it's funny because he's I'm almost like... Cover that on your show. <laughs> cover it on your show. Oh, come on. It's, he like tries to do this little like twang in his voice, which I don't think is real. Because he's like real soulful. I'm like, I'm Robert, still not sure you're I being swear, serious. I like swear. this seems otherworldly to me. May I? You Please. can pull it up. Sure. <laughs> a spit ground bull is a back out of the back door and the 20s roll around in my head. This is hard to not. This is gonna be hard to not laugh at. It's bad. <laughs> He's trying to sound like Dave Matthews yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> he just breaks out into ants Let, marching. Nope. I don't like that at all. Up in the morning, <laughs> baby. It's actually just Chris Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is not there. <laughs> what were we talking about? I digress. Stage place. Oh, stage place. We're talking about stage place. Let's get on board. That whole conversation was new to me. I never even considered that this could be a stage play. I didn't know they were still doing plays. I was, didn't know you could still do that. It's crazy. It's still, there you go. <laughs> still legal. I guess. Turns out. The cinematography is so beautiful in this movie, though. Like mm. I, when I watch this movie, I'm like, I want to go there right now. Yeah. On a bike ticket. I don't know if I'd describe it as beautiful, but it definitely takes something that's mundane and makes it look alluring in a sense. You know? Like, if you're just, if I described that to you what you're seeing on screen, you'd be like, what? <laughs> a rusty a... boat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to Massachusetts one. or Boston, though? No. It's wonderful. Oh, okay. Luke, have you been? Um, No. Okay. Not even sort of. I and I love the scene. Yeah. I'm just like, that's, that's cool. I want to go. So anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, no, no, you're fine. Uh, let's jump into, because we're kind of teetering on it. Let's jump into same flick. Now we nitpick. And just some of the things that we've noticed five years later that still bother us or for Luke six months later after 15 <laughs> rewatches of the yes. movie. Most of all time, Luke holds the record. Uh, <laughs> no one's this... watched it more than twice, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> the director's and that girl in my class. And that girl in my class. <laughs> I don't know where she is now. That's, if you're listening, we, well, yeah, we need to luck. reach back out. We need to make this connection. <laughs> She's like, I kicked that guy's butt once. <laughs> Not good. Um, nitpicks, you say? Yeah, nitpicks, things we don't like necessarily. I don't it know if big is, picks. This is kind of a big pick. I hate the soundtrack in this movie. Okay, screw you. Wow. Oh my gosh! <laughs> no, I love the soundtrack. Sorry, continue. Um, I just, I, I thought I might have been the right choice, the decision, like the terribly mundane like voices that are playing while you stare at the sea, just kind of filled you with dread. Yeah. At least in my opinion, like every time the soundtrack that's that's happening, all the big moments, fills me with dread. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's on purpose. I assume that's on purpose, yeah. but it's still like I hated it. I hate I. It's not that I hate not the even music. the strings like that come in when he's about to blow his brains out. Like, um, horrible scene, but that's that is one of the scenes I'm thinking about specifically when I say I hate it because I thought that that was one of the worst music pairings to a scene. I just really I just thought that it 
it was probably again like on purpose that they it it sort of I feel like it pressed against one another like, the mm-hmm. idea of like the scene and then like this like whimsical like almost operatic yeah. music and I was like that's hilarious it just made me uncomfortable that was like one of my favorite parts of oh my gosh i'm <laughs> so, really sorry no it's fine I just, no, no that's interesting that you didn't like, like the it. reason that i like this movie now is because of the soundtrack <laughs> that's right great okay, agree with me i think it fits the theme well but i don't if someone like pointed at me and was like you tell me like a name uh like describe the music in Manchester by the Sea or like give me your take on it. I'd I'd just kinda shrug. I tell me why you like it other I'd than that it know. fits the theme. There's that seven minutes piece that's performed like during that scene you guys were just talking about. I like that a lot. Uh-huh. And I vividly remember that. Yeah. Um but other than that, I can't tell you did they have music throughout the rest of this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah they did? They did. Cool. <laughs> I mean I hate to sound super pretentious, but what's the purpose of a score in a movie? It's to supplement the movie. Yeah, no, you're and right. And so, yeah, I feel like, like you said, it does fill you with dread, and you are it is it just complements the movie so well. In that scene where he's about to kill himself, and the strings come in, it's like a gut punch, and you're just like real tense. And yeah, I didn't tear up at that part actually. That's not the part I was talking about. Hmm. Interestingly enough, I'm um, curious. Everyone just hold their cards on that one, yeah. please. Nobody fold. I want oh. to see where all this has like to... far more confused. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> no, that's not the scene. No. we're all playing poker here. Not <laughs> Look at all of us. Everyone, raise your bets on which scene you cried in Manchester or almost. Cried. I thought it was obvious, so now I'm pretty confused. Well, we know what Luke has. <laughs> He's not saying a pair of twos. Yeah, so Okay. Uh, that's my big I cried when he was like, we got to get some furniture in this place in Casey Affleck's like, I got furniture. Just kidding. That's not when I cried. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Your face was priceless. <laughs> you know, like a record scratch? That's what my brain was like. just stopped. Like, everything just halted. <laughs> furniture gets me. I can't respond to that. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't, yeah. Well, no. Like, you make good points, Nate. And I don't think you're wrong. Like, I'm in, in between you, both of you right now where I'm like, uh, sure, the music is in the movie. Yeah. There's certain aspects where it definitely stood out to me. But I wouldn't say I liked it or disliked it either. I mean, I would say I agree with Daniel in the sense that, like, it was the right decision. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... I can't tell you what I think it should have been because i don't right. think it should have been anything else it, i just yeah. i still found it like well it would, it would have been a little cheesy i think if they did like iron and wine or like some like hipster you know sad, yeah. it would have been music. it would have been so, terrible yeah. it wouldn't have matched what this movie was trying to do so i think it was exactly like it was the right call yeah in making the movie they clearly wanted to make so i it's just you know yeah i didn't it didn't add to the experience for me in a positive way that's <laughs> which some will argue this uh, this movie is not supposed to do that. So. <laughs> I think my biggest nitpick, if I had one, was there's certain performances in the movie that I'm like, it's the me trying not to be, I don't know, because like, we're very casual movie fans for the most part. We really love movies. Gosh, we love movies. Love watching them, love making them, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, but we I don't understand, I guess, the different complexities that go into certain roles and so there's certain ones that were like you know lauded as these like very like subtle and gripping powerful performances 
and I watch him do it, and I'm like, I got like you got nothing on me. Like I I don't feel like you're anywhere near some of the other people in this movie. Where like the critic consensus was everybody in the movie is great. I will say that like a handful. It's on the back. It's my quote on the back of the DVD cover. A handful of people in this movie are sometimes good. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes. Are you gonna say who are you gonna keep? Well, that? I'll I'll save that because that, that is later. a category in the show. Okay. But that, like if I had like if there was a big thing with it because like I talked about with positively like the settings I think are fantastic. I think the way the movie's paced, even though it's a very slow burn movie, it lends itself well because it's such a character driven movie and it reveals certain things and different story mm-hmm. elements at like the perfect time. And I think that has that has that going for it throughout the whole thing. But as far as like what people loved and certain actors in this movie, yikes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know about that. Uh, I only got one nitpick. Um, All right. The two sex scenes in this movie are a little gratuitous. They're, that's very, like, it's, it's, that's a stretch to even call them that. Yeah. Right? Well, no, no, no. I, yeah. But right. they're gratu- Like, I don't know. They were a lot longer than I remembered. Where they're, like, fumbling with the condom and stuff like that. That one's like, played more for laughs. It's played more though. for laughs. I get it. But at the kids, same time, you know? I don't know. I'm not even saying this, like, it shouldn't have been in the movie for, like, moral reasons. It was more of just, like, it didn't really add too much to the story. And there were two of those scenes. I feel like... Well, it's, it's the kids are, like, upstairs. Yeah. And, like, they're trying to avoid... Like, the mom coming up and, like, knocking on them. And the mom is downstairs, you know, laughing it away. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, I know they're being safe. At least they're at home type yeah. of thing. And so, which, that's just <laughs> weird in general. Yes. But, so uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't, like. Poor to, Casey Affleck's yeah. just sitting there with his beer. <laughs> Please, God, make it stop. <laughs> I definitely felt uncomfortable in those moments, too. But I feel like that was, like, I don't know. It's supposed to be this, those uncomfortable moments are weirdly, like, the, if you want to call it comedic relief. Even though it's more just, it's not necessarily relief. It's just you don't feel absolutely soul-crushingly sad in that moment. You know, you're like, oh, oh, it's a little Moments weird. What's gonna happen? A little less heaviness. Yeah, a little <laughs> less heavy. Not even lighthearted. It's just hearted. Doesn't. <laughs> but there's other. Is it? I don't know. There's other comedic parts in the movie, though. Sure. Yeah, there are. Like. Uh, <laughs> One of my favorite parts is, well, if you're gonna freak out every time you see a frozen chicken, we should probably take it to the hospital. <laughs> like dark comedy moments like that, where it's not yeah. funny. But yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like I feel like they went on for a little bit too long. Okay, if that makes sense. No, like that, I got yeah. the point. We don't need to do this two scenes and twice. Yeah. Sure. Which one was worse, in your opinion? <laughs> you have to get rid of one of them. I, Which get rid one? of the first one, because I thought, like I said, the second one, the awkwardness of the you know, them downstairs. <laughs> yeah. I, I enjoyed that. that. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's me. Here it is. We've got a new category to Luke. Uh, and since this time, because I don't care, I'm going to call it Luke's Warm Observation. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Because we got Luke on the show. Luke. So it's, I don't even know. It's so warm observation, I guess, this time, because it is Luke's Warm Observation instead of a Luke Warm Observation. We can get a little spicier with our takes because it's warm now. It's a little, okay. It's I don't a know. Little, it's it's tepid. If you brought just a regular <laughs> tepid, is wait, what is, is that even <laughs> the right word? I don't think so. I don't know. Tepid is tepid room temperature. Is that even a temperature? Who Do we knows? know? They're just takes. The whole point of it She's is just takes. We say and we don't acknowledge them. At okay. All. 
Do I have to go first? Yeah, you can go first, sure. Well, do I have to go first? Do you want to? Not really. Oh, Daniel goes first. I then. hadn't had one planned. I gotta, oh, I gotta, oh, yeah, we'll I gotta think Daniel. of one. Okay, so by the way, Tepid is slightly warm. Oh, nice. oh So I did it. use Dude, it. Dude, we're just going to keep changing it next week on our Tepid <laughs> observation of the film. <laughs> um, so I'm starting out? Yeah. Okay, so me personally, if I accidentally killed my family, <laughs> you're not supposed to react. What? I wasn't reacting okay. to anything. If I accidentally killed my family, Wallace, Harold, Charlie, I would be a little bit bummed out. That's the take. That's the take. Fantastic. <laughs> well, I'll go, I'll go right along with it. Um, I, too, would try to steal someone's gun and blow myself away if I accidentally killed my family. That's the exact reaction I would have. Wes? Um, <laughs> Wednesdays? just a copy of Tuesday, and that's why Wednesday is the worst day of the week. I don't agree with that, but... All right. Don't agree with what? Any of it. Any of what? You heard me. Don't acknowledge it. It's fine. 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 <laughs> okay. Blast right. from the cast. Blast from the cast. We're talking about all of the... Performance in the movie is up and down the whole list. Uh, some of the cast, we either give them a supporting or distracting is what it used to be. We can give them a blast or a pass um, or nothing. Like, we really, we really, we never give out anything. We say, like, blast one time in an episode and then, like, just kind of vaguely describe everything else. And we don't yeah. ever, we don't ever label these anymore. <laughs> I've noticed that. Let's just go back to supporting distracting because it's easier. Let's do. Let's make that call right now. I love sure. that. We're Mid-show. changing. We're, every category is getting a new name. <laughs> this, of course, is a Bega Boys show, <laughs> a movie podcast that's not meant to be taken seriously. Seriously, we go through different mini series covering popular films. This is the intro. Why are we Franchises doing this? and finally actors. Today we're talking about Manchester by the Sea uh, in our 2016 mini series with Luke Robbins. Uh, can I add a silly segment every episode? I'm gonna I'm gonna make one called "Where's the Zucchini," and you have to find it around the room. I'm gonna is, hide a zucchini. Oh, is that like the sex scene in the movie, or what, what's that? <laughs> I think he's being literal. He's no, literally, a there's a zucchini in the room, and you have to go and find it. And the show will not continue until you find it. Twenty five minutes later, <laughs> I'm just sitting here, getting warmer, getting more tepid. The room is so small. This is like what. <laughs> It's just, I don't know. <laughs> He's just holding it. <laughs> I never see it. Um, can I start? There's no Please. start. Yeah, who's who do you want to talk about first? Casey Affleck. Sure. He deserved it. The, the best. Win. The win. I think he deserved it of those who were nominated. Yeah. Uh, who was nominated? Other, it was Casey Affleck, Andrew Garfield. Um, you got Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs. Okay. You no, got Leonardo no, you, DiCaprio. You, stop talking! You've done you've done this before. Oh, I did the this wrong thing. This is the old Daniel I did looks the wrong up 2016 thing. Oscars, but it's and it's the, the 2015 year. Oscars, <laughs> and then I'm like, no, that was. So oh, <laughs> I do this. All I shouldn't have just the let time. you go because I saw Leo DiCaprio. I was like, wait, I thought he. Oh uh, yeah, I was, I was about to say, didn't he? That was like the big thing. Like <laughs> he won his freaking Oscar. Oh, oh I am so sorry. <laughs> And if this let you go next show. time, it's like that's weird. He won, but he wasn't even nominated. 
All right, I'm going to tell you who the nominees are after this break. Me and Wes both nodded our heads along to Andrew, Gar- <laughs> Andrew Garfield at Hexar Ridge. You got Ryan Gosling in La La Land. You got Viggo Mortensen in Captain Fantastic. Denzel Washington in Fences. The only yeah. one that gets anywhere close to that, I think, is Garfield. Have you seen Captain Fantastic? E- no, I don't think so. Viggo Mortensen's awesome. So wait, are you saying that he was better than Casey Affleck? Nope. Okay. Casey Affleck was better, but I'm saying okay. that Viggo very good too i think there were other actors in 2016 that may have should have gotten that that may have been in other movies that we might talk about mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. of the ones nominated sure good yeah job that's casey. what i mean of the ones good job casey because it yeah. was his movie you know if it doesn't really work at all if he's bad and i don't he's not one of the ones i was alluding to earlier i was gonna be upset if that here's was. what i want to ask about yeah. casey do because originally it was supposed to be matt damon in this yes movie. it was so yes, it was. can you like imagine Matt Damon in the movie. Mm-hmm. Nope. I can't at all. Nope. No. I think Because he bought a zoo. Exactly. He did buy a zoo. He was and busy buying zoos at this point, wasn't he? <laughs> Very busy. Um, so I I agree with that. I I thought like I lived in a world where Matt Damon played this character and yeah. for two minutes and it was terrible. He uh he actually was the main reason why this got made because the director was having a hard time getting like the project off the ground. He wasn't really bankable, and so Matt was like, I trust you like and he was he's like one of the main producers on the movie and kind of just had faith in his friend and so it was like here you go and now casey affleck has an oscar because of that i think damon was making the fourth jason bourne movie at this point he's too much of a dad for this movie it needed to be somebody who had that he was more youthful like casey affleck that younger uncle vibe matt damon's too much of a dad right now matt damon is too much of a dad but i I don't know. I have this weird urge to talk more about Matt Damon. So maybe let's just put a pin in it and come back to that later. <laughs> oh, I like that little tease we're doing. Matt Damon, more like Matt Dadman. So one thing that I really liked about Casey Affleck's performance. He plays Lee Chandler. Plays Lee Chandler. He sure does. He sure does. I like that, like we've said, he's very subtle and he's not trying too hard. Mm-hmm. And there's no part of this movie where he's really gunning for that Oscar and he's on his knees crying his heart out. Yeah. He's not ever doing it. I love the scenes where he has just the random breaks and yeah. just snaps and starts beating people up at a bar. Love it. Yeah. I love it that like three so times much. This movie, doesn't it, it does. Random yeah. bar fights. <laughs> because when he like smashes the glass out of nowhere, I jump because I'm like, where did that come from? But I love it because it's... I, uh, the it, director was talking about why he wanted to make the story and he was saying like you know i don't understand why movies they're like there 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 should be more movies about characters who go through trauma and not everything is resolved in the end yeah he's like there's too many movies where everything's wrapped up with a nice ending and a happy little oh he learned his lesson i like that casey affleck he does have some growth in this movie it's very subtle and you have to be paying attention at the end, I love that final scene where he's fishing with Lucas Hedges because mm-hmm. he's finally like having a relationship with another human. Right. He yeah. hugs him after he's crying. Yeah. yeah. Like there's just those small little scenes where, and that's why I didn't like that first because if you're not really paying attention, you're just like, oh, this guy's just moping around. Yeah. There's not much to it. But I think he he plays it so well of just you got to pay. It's very uh, kind of very subtle. Got to pay attention to it. Yeah, speaking to the whole paying attention thing, that was something like on first watch, 
it was more effective on rewatching it is the whole knowing how things turn out with the certain you know plot points of the movie that we've already spoiled several times. So I don't know why I'm being beating around the bush, <laughs> but uh, he has such a he does such a great job of the intensity in his eyes and in like his motion whenever it comes to like something revolving kids or children around him that are you know still alive and present and it's like wow this guy's actually alive for two seconds here and it's such a stark contrast between what he does normally and how he talks and then like when there was he lucas hedges tries to get out of the car and they have that miscommunication and in reality he probably wasn't in any real danger but Casey Affleck just snaps at him. He's like, "What are you like? What are you doing? Like, you yeah. got like, you got to be careful and all that. this kind of stuff." And so, all of those things throughout the movie, it's like this guy is like completely different in, you know, moments of just complete terror, mm-hmm. and it's very purposeful. I feel like like the, the it's not just him trying to overact into those things. It's like this guy, this actor, I should say, knows the history of the character so well that he's able to portray all those. Uh, more subtler moments, uh, extremely well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luke, do you like Casey Affleck in this motion picture? I do. I think it's flawless. Ooh. I, I'm a big Casey Affleck fan because of this movie. I don't really think I've seen him in a whole lot else, but I just thought it was so. Like I believed it. I believe that Casey Affleck is miserable yeah. in real life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah. I don't even think he was acting he's just it's showed so up rolling. <laughs> and then he's like all right um i i just thought it was perfect like that's my that's probably one of the big things i i enjoy about this movie is just kind of watching him act yeah which is pretty simple but mm-hmm. i just i thought it was fantastic yeah and it's an, it was is nice for me to see because i always like it's always interesting seeing like two siblings who are in the same like field and then one of them just has like so much more success yeah <laughs> but uh you know, good little win for Casey. Yeah. Good good, good little win for Casey. Good little win. Yeah. And who would have thought? And I was thinking about this because if this movie had a good ending and he was all better and reunited with Michelle Williams, I, I wouldn't have liked it. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I agree. It, it was. It would have been like a Lifetime movie. Like a Hallmark. Oof. You know, it's just like. And it all lived happily ever. It was just a very realistic, like, they, yeah. they didn't try to push anything on you whatsoever. They were like, here's a story. If you want to hear us, like, see a story about yeah. someone who's experienced a tragedy and how That's it goes. That's it, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So. You try, when you're, tr- it doesn't try too hard. Yeah. And I think that's why it's so off-putting to, like, some audiences because you don't normally get movies like this in this kind of subgenre of sad, dramatic Oscar bait movies. Cause I still think it was Oscar bait for sure because it, it just comes around that time. It's of that kind of same nature. It's just the way it's written lends itself to being a little bit more subtle in an effective way without overreaching or overstaying its welcome or seeming like you guys both said, like it's, manufactured this feels very natural for most of the movie and most of the performances uh one of the other performances i would say that is right along with that is lucas hedges as patrick mm-hmm. his nephew because you could get it's, it's kind of the same thing he does have more of a freak out uh, in a few more scenes but he also has a lot more life in him too mm-hmm. uh, and you know and just happiness and other this wheel of emotions he's able to show 
And so when he has his big freak out scene, like we talked about with the frozen freezer and the chicken, it's like what like what's happening? And then you kind of it gets explained. It's the callback to an earlier line about you know not wanting to hear about his dad and dead in the freezer somewhere, and it just freaks him out. I feel like they portrayed a panic attack really, really well. Yeah, yeah, I agree entirely. Yeah, when he's pointing at the chicken saying, "Get that away from me!" He's yeah, like, what are you even talking about? Yeah, what do you? Yeah, I like. I like his performance a lot too, and I feel like he's trying to be this, you know, tough guy. Yeah. You know, like he's this cool high schooler who doesn't want to let on that he's so depressed. Yeah. And upset. So he, you know, I, the first time I saw it, I was a little annoyed with his character, which you're kind of supposed to be. He's a punk. Yeah. You know, he's got two <laughs> girlfriends at the same time. But this time watching it, I'm like, well, I feel like he's trying to just compensate, you know? Right. He's got a lot of depression and issues going on, so he's trying to replace that, you know, fill that void with having girlfriends and being popular and stuff. So it's like, I I understand it a little bit better. Mm -hmm. His mom's a mess, but no, I thought he was really good. Were you guys team Sylvie or... Oh. um, (laughs) I forget the other one. (laughs) Oh, no. Not the one in the band, because... I ran! <laughs> I ran! Or whatever that stupid song is that they sing. I forgot about that. I tried to forget about it. It was awful. <laughs> it was a terrible song. Um, What's the name of their band? Sten? Something Stenathon? terrible. It was awful. Like, it doesn't even make sense as a word. Um, it but was Sandy. 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 I, was, Sandy. I was still Team Sandy. I don't Sandy's know. the one in the band. Yep. I was okay. still Team Sandy. It's gotcha. fine. I mean, she'll figure it out. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think it. he plays off of the Affleck character really well because you have to have, and it's a testament to the writing, and you have to have someone who's like still going through a lot of stuff but not dealing with it in the exact same way where you can clearly see the sadness and depression a lot because that's really like his dad died. You know, that's the whole kind mm-hmm. of, not the focal point of the story, but it's like present day what's unfolding and now his uncle has to be his guardian. His uncle didn't know all these basic things in the synopsis that you could read on the back of the DVD cover. Um, But you see this guy who, like you said, he's kind of propping himself up with all these things that, you know, are kind of just false narratives of who he wants to be or what he wants to be seen as. And that's his coping mechanism. Instead of just being like this sad Eeyore of a soul just walking around and then getting into bar fights. Like, I could never see him... He never, like, aggressively acts out Lucas Hedges' character, which I appreciate so much about this movie because you could easily have, you know, both characters doing the same thing where they just act down rage. But a lot of the time when he gets yelled at or some there's like a confrontation, he's like, whoa, 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 let's have everyone just calm down. Like, let's break it up and stuff. Like, he's, he goes straight to like the de-escalate mode, uh, save for a few things, but it's never aggressive in his sadness and heartbreak. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Luke, did you have any Lucas Hedges thoughts? Yeah. I just thought he was really good. Like I, again, I believed him, um, and I, I agree with your take that you just gave. He, uh, because you have to kind of read into it a little bit because mm-hmm. at the beginning, like when he finds out, he doesn't really react hardly at all. He's just yeah. in the car, like what's he look like or whatever, and then just kind of asking questions like, it's a normal occurrence in his life, um, and then he does have the breakdown scene. So if you're not paying enough attention, then you'll be like, all right, well this guy's got problems he doesn't really care about his dad at all so you have to pay attention but that's the, the case for this whole movie like, you got to pay attention yeah. otherwise you're gonna it's otherwise it's a snooze fest yeah no yep. and it's like this is not a casual movie that you can just sit throw in front of some friends yeah i think <laughs> that's my problem i think the first time i watched it i was like kind of like 
folding laundry or doing something while I was watching. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is sad and it yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and don't get us wrong, too. Like, if this doesn't at this point, this doesn't seem like your cup of tea, guess what? It ain't your cup of tea at all. Yeah. So, like, don't be surprised if you're like, oh, they made it sound interesting and they were kind of talking positively about some things. <laughs> Like, there's no way we could spin this. If you're not interested already, like, don't even go near it. For sure. <laughs> Cannot stress that enough. <laughs> yeah. Luke knows. He's seen it more than any human on Earth. <laughs> He's watching it right now. <laughs> Put your phone away. <laughs> uh, I'm, this is the, the fourth time is the one that made me cry. And it's right uh, now. Oh, <laughs> it's right now. <laughs> okay, I'm curious. Because now, this will be the time to get into maybe what you guys might be alluding to. And it's also... Unfortunately, like my biggest gripe with the movie oh, is Michelle Williams. I, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming, but and I hate it because I tried so hard this time. I, I will say, when I watched it the first time, I was like, "Of course, yeah, like she's great in this movie. Everyone's great in this movie." Rewatching it this time for some reason, uh, she plays Randy Chandler, Lee's Casey Affleck's ex-wife. She is the mother of the kill the kids that got, you know, killed in the fire that we talked about. Mm-hmm. and she's not in the movie a lot. She's in a few yeah. flashbacks. In total, this movie is like, what, 2.15, 2 hours mm-hmm. and 15 minutes? Maybe in the movie for 15 minutes, maybe yep. 20. Uh, I, in this, again, doing research for the movie might change, might have changed my opinion because I was reading into certain things, what the actors did and what the writers were doing, and I read that she, in preparation for this role that she's in the movie for 20 minutes for, decided to go people watching at malls and just sit and watch people observe. And I'm sorry. That just seems like I know like in general, like actors do weird things to prepare and normally Mm -hmm. I'm all for it for this. It's like, that just seems like the most pretentious thing you could have done is like, I'm going to go sit and watch these people. And then I'm going to be in this movie for 20 minutes, three of which are like flashback scenes. The other like big Oscar scene is her just like, if you look up the script for the movie or like things on IMDb, what they're saying, it's barely even full sentences. And I get that works for some people. I hope it worked for you guys. I'm sorry. I just don't care. I don't care about any of it. I think it's bad. I think it plays off of Casey Affleck poorly. It just, I feel like that scene is the one thing that's like forced in there where everything else feels natural, where it's like, oh, like this whole thing, this very like subtle character driven story about just a tragedy. He's just walking through, walking through Manchester. Oh, uh, honey, uh, my ex-wife. Oh, hello. Like walking her new baby in the stroller and her friend who just happens to go get the car. It's like none of this seems real. All of this seems manufactured to try to get Michelle Williams an Oscar, which she didn't get. Shouldn't have been nominated. I don't know. She seems like she's crying. She feels like she's overreaching to me. Luke, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm next. sorry. I'm scared to go next because I, I like that scene a lot. Oh, go ahead then. Go ahead. I'm not against well, anyone's opinion. I hadn't thought of uh, why he was walking around town just strolling around. I didn't think I didn't consider that. But I, you know what? It's, I'm fine with it. <laughs> he's, he's got stuff <laughs> to do. She was in town for the funeral though so that's yeah. why they ran. no no i get yeah, i yeah. get that i get that yeah i get why she you was just there. don't like how it was i just set don't up. like how it was set up i guess i was fine with how it was set up and i thought she did a believable job and i liked that the dialogue made almost no sense like they yeah. were really not saying anything to each other yeah. at all they're just kind of saying <laughs> she's blubbering she's blubbering so yeah. bad and i was yeah. like that that makes sense yeah. 
Um, and then he is just so desperately trying to get it to, to stop. And like, not even in a funny way, just kind of in like a sad way where he's just trying to get it away. Cause he's just trying to push it all down. Yeah. Um, he I, almost breaks too. He almost breaks. You can like, yeah. he, which again, an, another big like Casey moment where I was like, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, but I thought she was doing exactly what she's supposed to be doing too, because like, I feel like the t- natural tendency when I'm watching it is like, I just want them to like hug and like sob on each other because right. that's what, that's what feels natural in this kind of movie. But they don't, he literally runs away from her. Yeah. <laughs> he quite literally is like, I gotta go. <laughs> <And> just <laughs> leaves. And she's standing there sobbing yeah. with her new baby, like cooing in the <laughs> stroller. And it, again, it was just like, this is realism. Mm. I thought very, I just... I believed no, it. No, I, Luke, Wesley was Wesley sitting yeah. there pointing at the TV like I don't believe this for a <laughs> second. <laughs> Wes is like, there is no Manchester by the sea. <laughs> it's right in the middle. Um, right in the middle. Wes, disagree with you a hundred percent. It's fine. I'm sorry. No, it's I think literally she's just that scene. <laughs> that scene's the one that made me tear up. That's because the, oh, me too. Me too. Interesting. I have a different. Uh, one. I I love it because she's married. She's quote unquote moved on. Mm-hmm. She's got the baby. She starts saying, I love you. And she calls him honey, yep. which is kind of weird because she's, you know, remarried. But she even says, I don't know if I should be saying this, but it's it makes sense because yeah. she has those feelings that something horrible happened and she's willing to try to move past it. And he's not. And he just keeps, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And he's trying to move on. I love that scene. Uh, I, I, yeah, maybe, maybe it was overkill that she. You know, sat in a shopping mall and watched people walk by. That's but seems I like, like uh, it, maybe <laughs> it is. But I don't get it. But at the same time, she's she just seems like I don't know. She seems so every day. Like her first scene, you know, they're a married couple and she's sick in bed. She doesn't look like she has makeup on. She's just laying in bed yeah. and he's like trying to kiss her and stuff. I mean, she it just seems so natural and normal. Yeah. So that's why yeah. I like that so much. And yeah, the. That seems a little pretentious, but but it, it I don't I don't know I just uh, no I don't think she's the best performance, but I think the what limited scene she's a she's in she's super effective in, mm. and that effective. scene gets like me a like, Pokemon. See, like I'm a, glad I had one of you guys agree with me because I like I had a huge crush on Michelle Williams and I was like 15, so I really? was like yeah, hundred percent. From what? Um, I don't want to say. Say it. I'll cut it out. Oz. <laughs> Oz the Great and Powerful. You, don't oh, have to, no, you can yeah. leave, you can absolutely leave it oh, in because it's James just Franco the James movie. Franco movie. <laughs> I, I I can edit it out. If you no, want to. no, okay. don't leave I'll, it in. Leave it I in. I will edit out me saying I will edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> I just made like so much yeah. more work for myself. I get her confused with Casey Mulligan. I do too because I was reading yeah. about her and I was like, I thought she was married to Marcus Mumford. Mumford. Yeah, I was like, what happened to that? And I was like, that wasn't her at all, was it? <laughs> they look so similar. <laughs> they do look similar. Um, similar. But I had a huge crush on her, and so like. Basically, every time I see her or anything, I'm like, there she is. I still remember Oz, <laughs> there the you Green, are. Powerful. What a movie. But it's such a classic, too, of like... Oz, the Green, I'm, Powerful? It, it is a classic. Yes. It's better than The <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> That's my hot take. No. <laughs> no, it's such a classic, like, men are just... I struggle so much. Well, mm. <laughs> cut that out. Careful. No, careful there. When it comes to grief... Women uh, yeah. often are more willing to talk it through and show their emotions. Men want to push it down. She's at the funeral for 
his brother, who she probably wasn't even that close to, and she's crying. And she looks like she's moving on in a healthy way, and he's, like, refusing to. So I like a, that this contrast. This is the new category of the show, Daniel's take on women's emotion and their, <laughs> and their complex, complexity. I'm an expert on women, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> he's talked to a few of them, so he's got it. A few. More than two. <laughs> a handful. <laughs> Men suck at showing their emotions, is what I'm trying to say. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, that's all I'm trying no, to say. And I don't think, I should have prefaced this. I don't think she is bad in the movie. I don't even think she's bad in most of the movie. I think it's just that one scene where I'm like, it takes me out of the movie. And I'm like, Michelle, stop it. <laughs> what is there such a grouch? Well, how can we always disagree about the movies that I come on That's not show. true, because I... last time I completely hated, like, the main character. You did. Like, in, in, in the writing and in certain <laughs> characters that they just kind of push to the side, namely Earl, at, like, the end. And it's like, what, what the hell? <laughs> should like we talk Earl. about that movie again? We, we should. Part two. No. All right, so. This one, I think I'm, I don't know. I can't even remember how many bagels I gave that one. Supporting you distracting. Earl. Oh. <laughs> Earl. <laughs> Earl and the dying girl. Supporting. Um, Loved it. Who yeah. else do we want to talk about other than. Oh, we got to talk about. The actor that I completely forgot was in this movie. Matthew Broderick? Yeah. What's he doing? Ferris <laughs> Bueller himself. I looked that up. He's like old friends. The, wait, wait, who who did he play? The, uh, the, the fiance. The, the mom's fiance. fiance. Of, uh, I didn't even notice it. Ferris Bueller? You he's in a, Bueller? He's I, in a big I just didn't notice. I, I, I remember that he was there. His I name just is didn't... Matthew and his last name is Broderick. What's he, his middle name? That would Ulysses. probably be. He <laughs> dances on floats in Chicago and sings Twist and Shout. He voices and Simba. And Donka Shane. I know, I know these things. Married to Sarah Jessica Parker. Accidentally killed someone. True story. <laughs> True story. So did the guy that played Mr. Mosby in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Really? Yep. So did Casey Affleck in this movie. <laughs> All things that are like way more interesting to talk about. Than, like, you ever heard about that? Matthew Broderick and Sarah what Jessica happened? Parker? Uh, he was drunk and they were driving home from party and he killed someone. Well, what happened? Did he go like driving face consequences? I don't know the details of the consequences he faced. He should, he should face. It happened, though. Wow. They should make a movie about that. <laughs> it's, it's the first Starring Matthew Broderick. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing Sarah Jessica Parker's character, though, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, he's, <laughs> he's in the movie because he's like, I guess, best friends with the, I'm sorry. That would be he's so best friends with the director. They've been friends there. for like 15 years. I don't know if that was pre or post kill, um, but. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's so bad. That's I know. I'm looking this up. Wait, so Mr. Mosby, can we touch on that? I yeah, think please. That he, I think it was the same kind of scenario where he, I don't think he was like, he was in the car with Matthew. And <laughs> the same. They killed the same. <laughs> they were both driving. <laughs> one of them was steering. The other one had his feet on the pedal. <laughs> and that's why neither face charges. They couldn't pin it on one or the other. Oh uh, a couple corrections. He accidentally killed two people. Oh my and, god! And it, this is awful. And it wasn't Sarah Jessica Parker. He wasn't married to her yet. It was Jennifer Grey, who he was dating at the time. Um, Isn't she from Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> it's Meredith Grey. Wow, sorry about that. Taylor Swift. This, cat. Is, this, this is, is Meredith Grey. This is so no. bad. I'm so sorry for that. You have right. got this, to cut that out. <laughs> no, we got to keep it all in. This is informative. You're learning something today, everyone. 
I don't know much details about Mr. Mosby's situation, but I know it happened. I love that that happened. I, I read about it on Wikipedia. It's like part of his article. <laughs> Wait, were you just Wikipediaing Mr. Mosby from Sweet Life? I ended up there. I did not mean to end up there. What it's was just that rabbit trail. Like? I couldn't. I, yikes. When you um, said Mosby for a second, I was thinking Ted. Ted Mosby. <laughs> would, would, that, would that be more or less That's interesting? How I killed your mother. <laughs> Okay, so now this is the Vega Boys show. This is the movie podcast, <laughs> a lost podcast, the Umbrella Academy podcast. Uh, the yellow this, umbrella. <laughs> the, the, oh if gosh. Wes gives up, the whole show dies. <laughs> I'm trying. To I love this movie, guys. Manchester by the Sea. Where, you love it. I love a, this movie. I, we, wait, well, wait, last wait, time wait, I talked wait, to you about wait, it, you wait. said you didn't care for it, and I that know. was pre. Second watch or whatever? No, I watched watch? it last night. And okay. I like, I truly love this movie. Wow. And I was blown away about how differing my opinions were from That's years ago. Fantastic. I love this movie. I think it's great. Let's do potent quotables. Luke, did you, did you know about, did we have this category last yeah, time? Well, I remember I listened oh, to, right. I've been Podcast listening Cat. to, uh, that's right, yeah. I've been listening. So I've been, I keep my ear to the ground. Um, are you willing to bleep out what I, my quote? <laughs> Yeah. Sure, we could even slap a, an E on this episode. I don't care. Come on, big guy. Like I said, I don't give a shit about any of this yeah. anymore. All right. Well, there's a when uh, Lee first walks into the hockey rink, or <laughs> hockey, yeah, and and uh, the nephew, I forget his name. Um, he sees him. And he, he's talking to his coach, and he goes, "Oh, donut." And then the the coach goes, "What'd you say?" And he goes, "Donut, donut." <laughs> <laughs> I say that all the time now. <laughs> that was like it's not Only even while you're playing to be... hockey though. It wasn't even supposed to be funny, but I was like, that's a funny line right there. <laughs> like, yeah, no. And he knows, like, what's coming, too. Like, yeah, he knows he, why he's see, there. That's, it's, like, not supposed to be funny at all, because he absolutely knows, like, what just happened and, yeah. like, what's going on. And that's his response to it. But it's just it's a funny line. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Uh, you said one I had very, very early on is, I like Star Trek. <laughs> oh, man. Because, <laughs> like, like, they're Star all, Trek. all these teenagers are around, like, this guy's dad just died, and then his two <laughs> friends are it. trying to steer the conversation in a semi, like, normal manner, and, like, the girlfriend's, like, really, like, whoever, Sylvie, yeah. Yeah, Sylvie. Not team, I am team Sandy, I just decided now, because like, she's, so like, like Let's be somber. Yeah. Stop yeah. talking. Are we really talking about Star Trek right now? And that like Lucas Hayes is like, I like Star Trek. Where <laughs> <laughs> she's saying to uh, uh, should we really be talking about this in front of him? Whether he The next scene, like, yeah. Hey, how about you shut up? I don't like either of these girls, though. Sam- Sandy's better. I think Team Sandy. Yeah, definitely yeah, Team Sandy. Sandy. Uh, um, I like, yeah. uh, are you going to Godspell? <laughs> that line cracked me up. <laughs> Just making fun of him. Um, there's not a lot of potent quotables. There's definitely not. I tried. I thought about like trying because I I watched it last night and I was like I, I gotta find one, but I was like I know what it's gonna be. Like I know so I can't many, get away from. Yeah, my too many. There, uh, there's one. I just like Patrick's like very sarcastic, dark remarks <laughs> to Lee because, like. He walks in after he punches the window, like you said, and he's like, what happened to your hand? He's like, I cut it. And he's like, oh, 
thanks for a minute. I didn't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there's another one, too, where like he's that. like, you can't just make small talk like every other grown-up in the world. He's like, no. He's like, you can't talk about boring bullshit for half an hour. Hey, how about those tr- how about those interest rates? Hey, I lost my AAA card like everybody else. AAA <laughs> card. Say, I can't. <laughs> I like... Uh... I don't remember the exact quotes, but when the mo- Sandy's mom is trying to get him to come in to have dinner, he's yeah. like, no. I can't. <laughs> he's like, what time will he be done? Probably 9.30. I'll come back around then. It's just so uncomfortable, yeah. and I'm just cringing. Like, I can't it's imagine perfect, just turning down somebody like that who's being so nice to you and just, I don't want to. <laughs> he does that so much in this movie. Yeah, it's great. Like, the girl that spills the beer on him, and he like she's clearly hitting on him, He and he's just like, I that's fine. I don't care. Goodbye. <laughs> I don't. So awkward. So yeah, awkward. she says her name, and yeah. he's just like, "Good." <laughs> I think we're making this movie sound like a blast. <laughs> it is a riot. It's Dude. just scene after scene. Uh, the one that like sticks out to me is that I'll bring it back down to somber level. Is like I'll finally mention the scene that almost got me crying was when he's talking to Patrick again. Mm-hmm. And this is like my somber, potent quotable of movies. He's like, I can't beat it. I just can't beat it. I'm that sorry. Is... That to me was like, he's talking about just, it just says everything there. He's yep. like, why he, they're talking about moving back and forth between what the living situation is going to be. And he's just like, I can't, I can't beat it. And it's like, of course you can't because who could? And yeah. what would your life even like? What? Yeah. If there was a part of the whole Michelle Williams rant that I actually do like that you can make out is she says, you can't just die. And it's yeah. like, that's exactly what this mm-hmm. guy is doing. And I do like that, your point about you have to be paying attention because at the end, when he is fishing with Lucas at the end, it's just, yeah, it says everything that needs to be said without really saying anything because yeah, what else, could, what does life even look like? How would it even ever come close to being resolved? But there is little the flashes of hope. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very baby, baby. Glimmer, like, that, like, yeah. He will probably never have a romantic relationship no. and have a family again. I, I but he will he always have to. Lucas because, you know, how close he was with him. So I appreciate that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. What a great little comedy this is. <laughs> Hysterical. Uh, so to infinity and beyond is the question we'd like to poise about what this movie's legacy is going to be in another five years or ten years, and will it still have impact, and should it be talked about? I think it's, unfortunately, other than the Casey Affleck stuff, is it's going to be kind of glossed over as Oscar bait. I, I agree. Cause it's just not going to ever be mainstream enough, and I don't think it has... I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like it's Not that it's bad or anything. I don't think this is a bad movie at mm-hmm. all. Uh, it's just in the shuffle uh, cards of, of Oscar bait movies. I feel like most people either haven't seen it or saw it kind of half-heartedly are just going to be like, oh, it's another one of these and just kind of toss yeah. it aside. When I think it is a cut above the rest of them. It's just, it's hard mm-hmm. to, I don't it know, is. Yeah. talk about necessarily. Yeah. What do you guys think? I agree. I think for me personally, I'd probably wait a few years to rewatch it again. But uh, I am looking forward to rewatching it because... You know, maybe I'll like it even more because well, I certainly. You should go over to Luke's. I think he's scheduled for. Well, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Okay. <laughs> Luke hosts a Christmas party. And it's just everybody sitting around watching Manchester, Manchester by the Sea. <laughs> I finally, I finally called that girl from my class. We worked it out. <laughs> She's watching it. Somebody goes to the bathroom to get away from the sadness. They're like, we'll pause it. We'll, we'll wait. <laughs> Don't worry. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll wait. Terrible. I think I agree with you guys. 
I don't know. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, do you guys have any other final thoughts other than bagels? Or you just want to slice right into these bagels? I'm going to give, instead of bagels, let's get some Dunkin' Donuts because it's, right. you know, Boston. It's a completely Inspired. different metric scale. I don't know how we're going to convert this, but go ahead. <laughs> 9.4. Whoa! Oh, my God. I love this that movie. That was so much higher than I thought. I'm blown this. away. Jeez, I, I like told you. We were, I, I thought it was going to be flipped. I thought you were going to like it way more than Dan. I texted Wes. It's like, we're going to have very different opinions. Uh, yeah. I loved it. You were holding that. Wow. Daniel just slapped a big old <laughs> ace of spades on the table. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, you go west. I'll go last. <laughs> no, I'm embarrassed. It's fine. I can. I can well, I'm gonna the, guess. I it's so. it's in the sixes. It's yeah. like a six point eight, six point seven. I just and it's strictly because of like you've got a great performance in this movie, and I don't think that that performance overreaches. I think this movie is focused on that, so maybe like a seven at, at the highest. I just can't give it higher than that because it's... This is it's not very, a West it's, movie. It's accurate. It's accurate, yeah. yeah, but it's not like... what's At the end of the day, I'm still like, okay, so what's the point? Like, boring guy is sad for two hours. Okay, like, you could do that. Like, that's my... If that's like the valley for me of this movie, the peak okay. is being very, you know you know, taken aback by the subtleties of Casey Affleck, you know? So, there you go. I like it. What's the over-under here? Luke's been doing bets. <laughs> I just won both of them. You just won both of them. Okay, cool. Um, I am going to give it a 7.7. 7. Love it. I don't love this movie. I like this movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, just the bottom line for me is that it's not... Do we do a rewatchable scale? After we, yeah, after Okay, so, so I'll get to that in a second. But throw it out there. I don't know. I'll oh, wait. I'll oh, wait. Okay. Oh, um, but it's, I just, I just, like last night I watched it purely for research. I didn't watch it because yeah. I wanted to enjoy the movie because ultimately there's only so much that you can't, it, man. <laughs> You've knocked into that like 10 <laughs> this times. This is this for sure. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> there's only so much you can enjoy about this movie. Mm-hmm. And once you know what it is you're going to enjoy, you kind of stop enjoying it. That okay. Everything take just throw. Out, I'm gonna cut out everything I said. Luke just summed up everything perfectly. I think it's brilliant in the sense that everyone did a great job. Like it, this is exactly what they wanted. Mm-hmm. But I think just for most people, myself included, it's 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 not. I wouldn't say it's lost on me. I appreciate this movie a lot, but it's kind of a bummer. What got you to the nine? That's what I'm thinking. That's, I thought I'm you were going to be low eight because there's really not much I change about it. Honestly, oh, okay. See, I think that, and that, I think this is okay. I think that's where you and I differ. Where yeah. it's like you go off of like if you could change something and alter it. Yeah. I think in completely different wavelengths, which I think. That's yeah, why I the wouldn't show's change cool. anything about it. I yeah. don't think. Yeah. yeah, I just think what they were going for, they did perfectly, nearly. Yeah, rewatchable uh, scale, Luke. Um, remind me what they are. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Let's get this show back on track in the last five minutes. All right, so the Rochelle scale is a fluid scale that's not numerical <laughs> that we kind of label our movies with because you can't trust anyone's opinions nowadays. So the Rochelle scale from top to bottom is seek it out, watch with friends, if it's on, what's the mood, and stab my eyes. And so 
They're really kind of interchangeable. However, whatever take you want to spin them, it's I, like I said. I think it's very clear that it's a what's the mood. Okay. Because that's that perfectly describes how I feel about rewatching it. I would definitely never show it to friends. Like, <laughs> like if I have more but you than... you did. I, <laughs> but see, here's where you're wrong. I, show, I showed it to a friend. That's Singular. True. One. And basically, I forced Matthew to sit down... And watch it, and anytime I saw him on his phone, like during the important scenes, I was like, watch the movie. <laughs> I like, I'm forcing him to look at the screen like 16 times. I love it. Because he was just going to be strapped to a chair, tape over his eye. <laughs> watch this movie. He said he wanted to watch it, so I was like, all right, you're going to watch it. Um, See, you but, can't do that. You can't say you want to watch a movie with someone and then like whip out your phone halfway through. Like, you either don't or you do. Like, especially with this it. movie. Yeah, you especially can't. with this movie. I'm so. going to switch up my scale a little bit. Because for me, since I've seen it twice, and I love it, mm-hmm. it's going to be what's the mood from now on, because you've right. got to be in the right mood. Sure. But I would recommend the audience to seek it out. Okay. Because. Unless you've seen it 15 times like Luke Robbins here. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I just finished it. So. Oh, 16. There we go. <laughs> like, I understand that there's movies that need to be an escape from reality, and you need to give people hope, but I feel like there needs to be more movies like this that show yeah, the realities of, like, trauma and the toll it can take on a person. And you know what? I'm sorry, but sometimes it doesn't end all perfectly and happy. You know? Yeah. Especially loss. Like, not to get too deep, but losing my parents. It's like, yeah, I've moved on from my mom's death. Mm-hmm. But it still, like, affects me, and I'm different yeah. because of it. So, I don't know. I just really appreciate that. Maybe that's why it got to me. I'm going to start crying. Oh, man. I'll be right back. He walked out the door so quick. He's gone so quick. <laughs> he didn't even hear him get up out of his chair. Almost like he didn't. Oh, there he's back. back. Uh, there he is. It's a very quick cry. He, he moves quick. Um, I totally agree with Daniel, though. I I am tired of movies that are like, here's a person who's been through quite a bit, but they go on some little adventure and they're fine. Mm-hmm. The power of love and friendship. And they're okay. Bunch of there needs to be like there needs to be more stuff like that where people are like (laughs) still tough. To me, this is uh, not stab my eyes, but it's poke my eyes because it made me sad, and I would rather have someone like lightly like poke my eye than have to watch it again. Because at this point, like I've seen it twice, Uh which is one more time than should be. So I don't really disagree that it's kind of a weird seek it out. What's the mood? But to me, it's like. If I had to watch it again, I won't. Like, you could just give me a little, like, <laughs> poke in the eye. Like, I don't want to. Just simulate the experience. Just simulate the experience. <laughs> I'd be like, ah. Rachel, don't poke my eyes. <laughs> I don't want to watch it. <laughs> oh, man. Can't beat it. Can't beat it. Can't, can't beat, beat it. it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? All in all, like, not caring or caring, the show kind of turned out the same. <laughs> This was a blast. I, this was a blast. I had a lot and of movie. Fun. I was like, uh, as usual, like you Luke's know what? great. I should be on before the next uh, 2017 you series. Could you be on tomorrow? I could be here. I don't have anything going on. Well, I I can move some stuff around. Well, I'll just bleep it out. So the next actor we're gonna do is Donut. Okay. So which one of that actor's movies would you want to be in? I'll also bleep out your response. <laughs> There's a lot of movies that are actually on my list. I need to watch. Um and. So I, I just gotta I gotta I gotta look it over. Okay. But I would totally no. do it. I'd like to be known as a, a friend of the show. And I, I think that so I've, you are a I friend think of I, the I show. think I've earned brother it. of the show. Thank wow. goodness. Look at that. Yeah. Um you guys gotta come on to 
our uh, our show down yeah. down there. We we've talked about this a little well, bit. Obviously, it's going to be the Robert Downey Jr. jazz <laughs> album. God, please, I'd rather be hit by a bus. <laughs> What's the re-listenable scale? Mm. Hit by a bus. Hit by a bus. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, uh, we'll figure it out. Wow. Speaking of figuring things out. We've we've shuffled our schedule around quite a bit. Lord and help me, I don't know what this next. Movie so is. no 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 no. Okay. We it's okay, and because at this point nobody knows. But <laughs> because of certain uh, life work events, uh, we've swapped to a biweekly release schedule. By the time you're hearing this, it's weeks into that. Okay, but this is the first episode that I've recorded. Uh, hence my laid back attitude of not having to edit my mind away uh, at a weekly episode series that, you know, I have to balance with movie watching, research, and regular life and a full-time job. So we swapped to the bi-weekly at this point. And so next week is actually an already previously recorded episode that I've labeled as the surprise episode for this miniseries. And it's one we recorded a long, long time ago in a, a land far away. It's Batman versus superman dawn of justice with our very famous cousin logan writer back on the show to join us from our uh burn after reading episode so very excited for you guys to all hear that it's been sitting in a can locked away locked away in our little bagel vault of secrets for the longest time and now we're going to release it to the public <laughs> harry potter in the bagel vault of secrets <laughs> 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 and so yeah, I hope you guys like this episode a lot. I'm feeling a lot more relaxed about it. And we'll be back to our regular weekly schedule in no time. Before the miniseries is over, we'll be back to regular weekly episodes. Oh, yeah. But from now on, wow, what a ride. <laughs> right. This has been the most uh, fascinating like hour and a half of my life. It just oh, did not go the way I even uh, sort of envisioned. Like, lost. <laughs> Like lost, <laughs> just like or lost. like the part in the Umbrella Academy when uh, Ellen Page shoots lasers out of her eyes. Does she really? Wow. Luke, oh, sorry, no, Elliot that, Page. That's I, June. That's oh, that's Juno. I. You're thinking about Juno. Juno. You're right. Juno. That does happen, but it, it happens in both. Wow, I gotta watch this show. Umbrella Academy. Who knew? Who knew? Luke could have lied about everything he just told us about the show, but <laughs> just we sit down. It's actually like a, a Downton Abbey spinoff <laughs> or something. I'm being very serious about everything that I just told I you, mean, and it's far weirder than I've even described. I love it, oh, man. So, this is so good. So good yeah, wow. Well, Bagel Heads. Sure. Thank you for listening to our <laughs> little program. Sure. <laughs> We're gonna sign off now. Luke's got to go and do something. He's got to go play some more bets. Watch watch Manchester Manchester by the sea. What if I became a Manchester United fan? That's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Just go full on on this movie. Here's something, though, to take away from this episode. Hope you all enjoy the show. Uh, Rate, review, and subscribe. Um, So we've seen Manchester by the sea. Yes, we have. What about Womanchester by the sea? Something to think about. (laughs) (laughs) Something to think about. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm thinking about it. Okay. <laughs>